Welcome to the FanSpeak Network. I'm your host, Megan Schaub. You can follow me on Twitter at Megzo8DFS. And since we're in the middle of summer, of course, we are talking best ball drafts. I'm here with my brother, Steve, and we are doing plenty of best ball drafts on Underdog Fantasy. Steve, how many best ball manias have you done today? Uh, only one BBM3. Uh, had a finishing up a lot of slow drafts from the last puppy. Looking forward to right. the next one dropping soon, hopefully. I know. I'm so excited for them to drop the next puppy. Um, Steve and I are really loving Underdog, and you guys should check out Underdog, too. Go to Underdog Fantasy. If you use code FANSPEAK, you will get 100% deposit match up to $100. That lets you get four Best Ball Mania three to, uh, entries, right, Steve? <laughs> yeah, for absolutely free. They are paying you to enter a contest that has $10 million in guaranteed prizes. Yeah, that doesn't, you know, two million at the top. That doesn't suck. I'll, I'll, I'll take some shots at that. So we're having fun with that. We're also having fun analyzing it, talking about it. Steve's been writing some articles about it. He just wrote a, a couple articles about wide receiver one battles and where you can maybe find some ADP value. Because, you know, a lot of times a wide receiver one on a team is very clear, but there's other cases where it's not so clear. And those are the opportunities where you may be able to find some ADP value in best ball. So that is what we are talking about today. Steve, let's start with the NFC. And we're going to talk about the Packers first. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers lost his weapons in obviously Devontae Adams and MVS as well. And now his top target, most people presumably think is Alan Lazard. You also have Randall Cobb, who is his, his bestie, his buddy. Um, and then you've got rookie Christian Watson and, you know, old timer Sammy Watkins. So where do you see that shaking out as who will be his top target? And, and do you see any ADP value there? Well, I think in general, there's a lot of ADP value with the Packers wide receivers because even Lazard, who has moved up and uh, gone ahead of Christian Watson a month, month ago, Watson is actually kind of going uh, basically on par or actually even a little ahead of Lazard. So, um, But even Lazard is at 80, um, being drafted 80, 81 ADP. I mean, that's tremendous value for the Packers, potentially number one weapon. Um, sure, he's not, whoever it is, is not going to, Put up Devonte Adams numbers, but they can put up really yeah. good numbers with the you know back-to-back -back MVP Aaron Rodgers. Right. Um, in the end, I think we need to trust Rodgers. Rodgers said that Alan Lazard is going to be the number one, and I think that's what it's going to be. Um, <clears throat> you know, Christian Watson has a lot of promise, but this is a guy who only had 102 receptions in all of college in FCS college at that uh, mm -hmm. in his entire career. Sammy Watkins hasn't had a thousand-yard uh, receiving season since the second year in the league. And Randall Cobb is getting up there in age. So uh, I think Lazard's the number one. I wouldn't be surprised if Cobb ends up the number two, at least in targets, maybe catches. Uh, but he also had five touchdowns in limited, limited work last year. So um, I think you could get tremendous value as he's going, you know, 214 uh, right now in underdog. But Alan right. Lazard's the guy, and I think you're getting, you know, uh, a top 30 wide receiver, and he's going 80th. Um, in drafts, and, and that's just huge value. So uh, I think we trust. And Rogers he's attached to Aaron Rodgers, yeah, of course. And just roll sure. with, roll with Lazard. Um, I'm not that interested in Watson and Watkins. There are paths where they could be successful. So you know, because their ADP is not too crazy, take a shot or two on them. But I think Lazard's the guy you want to load up on. Okay, so you have plenty of shares of Lazard and some late, like last round of Cobb. Yeah. 
Okay. All right, let's move over to another team in the NFC that is always been neck and neck with these two, um, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. They obviously lost Russell Wilson, so they are not tied to a good quarterback anymore. However, these are two very talented receivers. They are two number one type receivers. So where do you see, like, kind of what's your strategy with the Seattle receivers? So, you know, I think the thing that's interesting with Seattle is I think everyone just assumes that DK Metcalf is just so much better than Tyler Lockett. And uh, from a physical specimen, obviously he's younger. Yeah, he's got that going for him, no doubt about it. But Tyler Lockett is really good at football. He's a really excellent route runner, got really good speed, can be a deep threat, can do stuff underneath. And you just look at the three years together in the league, uh, Tyler Lockett averaged 12.8, 13.5, and 12.1 half-point PPR, which is what Underdog uses, NFC points per game these past three years. During that same time, Metcalf averaged 12.2, 14.4, and 9.9. So only one year was Metcalf better, and it was within a point. Um, they've been very close the entire way. And right now you have literally a 50, 50 uh, place difference in ADP. Metcalf's going 51.7. Lockett is going 99.7. So, uh, you know, you're you're getting a guy four four plus rounds later who could easily be the number one on this team. And yes, it's not with Russ Wilson anymore, uh, but still, I, I think one of these guys is going to pay off. And Lockett is a safer bet because you're not investing nearly as much. He also might do better with a non-Russ Wilson quarterback, just because I think he's a better yeah, route runner. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was also going to say kind of the underneath outlet type stuff, right? Yeah, I think he can handle that better and just just a better route runner. To, uh, yeah, I mean, DK Metcalf is just so great on those, those <laughs> deep posts and deep, uh, um, you know, nine routes. Um, that you know, Russ is just so great at dropping dropping it right in his hands. But Lockett, I think, can just do a lo- little bit better of everything else and. Um, you know, whether it's Gino, whether it's Locke, whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo comes in, uh, I, I just see Locke being a better probable fit in okay. those scenarios. All right, let's move over to the AFC and let's first talk about Kansas City. Um, obviously, Patrick Mahomes lost one of his biggest weapons in Tyreek Hill, but he's now got Juju Smith Schuster, Sky Moore, and Marquez Valdez Scantling came over from Packers, who we were just talking about. So between those three, where are you seeing where you can get ADP value? Who do you who do you think will ultimately be the number one? And what is your strategy with the Chiefs? Yeah, I mean, I think this is another scenario where uh, all these guys actually potentially have some ADP value. Uh, Juju is going the highest at 55. MVS is going 89.9, and Sky Moore basically around behind that 99.5. So um, you know, I think we all know that Travis Kelsey is going to be the true number one in this offense, but mm-hmm. as we've seen, there's definitely room for somebody else to pay off. And uh, I won't actually wouldn't be surprised if two of these guys really pay off. Um, for me, I like going with Juju. Um, yes, I know he was really banged up last year, and even the year before he tailed off as the season wore on. But prior to that, you know, that t- 2017 to 2019 run he was highly productive and one of those years he had duck hodges at quarterback so (laughs) you know we're talking about a guy who can get open he's going to be the underneath safety valve i think for mahomes um but he you know i don't think we should just treat him as just a first down chain mover i mean i think he can still break some plays um mvs is going to be i think their deep threat and i think sky moore is going to do a little of everything 
I think Skymore has the highest upside, and mm-hmm. uh, in a tournament setting, uh, like underdog, you know, he might be the guy who's the second half breakout. So I kind of like gain some shares of him. Um, but I think Juju is probably the guy who just ends up scoring the most wide receiver points on this team. So, so Juju and Sky Moore, the the, the yeah, two that you're and, getting the most and, shares of. And MVS, you know, if he does have more than just the deep threat role, he could pay off also because he's going to have those spike weeks with those deep shots from Mahomes. Sure. Okay. All right. Well, now let's move over to the Patriots. We don't always think of the Patriots as a pass-happy team. At least I don't. I think of them, you know, um, at least as more of a, a run first team, especially post Tom Brady era, but we've got Jacoby Myers, Devonte Parker. Who do you see as the number one? Who do you think will emerge as the number one? Where do you see ADP value? Yeah. So last year, I mean, Jacoby Myers uh, pretty much dominated every Patriots um, receiving category, except touchdowns. And that's what held him back. Um, you know, he, in fact, he only got his first two touchdowns of his entire career. Um, which is just ridiculous considering how much he's been utilized these last couple of years. But, um, you know, he was the target monster last year. I still think he's going to have good targets, but Devontae Parker is the guy that I'm interested in. And I'd even take him, I'd even be interested in Parker, even if his ADP was higher than Myers, which currently right now it's about uh, 15, 12, 15 picks behind Myers. So you're also getting a little value there. But Parker, you know, we forget from a per game standpoint, he's actually produced in Miami and, you know, never really fully lived up to his high draft status, but he's produced on a per game standpoint. <clears throat> a couple of years ago when he did have a pretty fully healthy season, um, you know, he was like a top 12 fantasy wide receiver in half point PPR. So, yeah, you know, the, the abilities there, um, he's going to probably be the touchdown guy, the big play guy downfield. Uh, so he's going to give you some of those spike weeks. And I do think, you know, Mac Jones played well last year, and I think they're going to open it up a little bit more for him this year. Okay. All right, guys. Well, I think these are some great tips to take into your underdog drafts, whether you're doing the best ball mania an upcoming puppy leagues with your friends. Again, be sure to check out underdogfancy.com. Use code FANSPEAK. Get that deposit bonus and get in some of these drafts with us. And before you get out of here, Please be sure to like this episode and subscribe to the Fanspeak Network. We're just getting going and we've got plenty of more great fantasy content coming. Also, be sure to check out at Stevo Speak. I forgot to mention that at the top. So until next time, do some underdog fantasy drafts and we'll see you next time.